Hello? Okay, I think this is going to be possibly a good episode. Not to say that my other episodes aren't good, but this one is on a specific subject that I just experienced. And so I think it'll be interesting to hear what happened, my thoughts on it, and all that comes in between. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so this is the circumstance. I have just come from my second time this week getting stood up on plans, and it's not a good feeling. It's mostly, for me, annoying because it's taking time out of my day to schedule around your schedule, to make plans, to travel there, all of these things leading up to the actual event. And for someone like me who identifies as an introvert and gets energy not from others, but from my solo individual time, it takes a lot of prep also for me to be ready to interact with people in a social setting. Like I said, as an introvert, I enjoy my alone time. I enjoy doing stuff on my own, in my own company, and scheduling my time around my needs. Now, I'm in a sort of dilemma because I do want to be social and I want to get everything that I can out of living in New York and living in the city and being young and obviously having a group, a social group to attend these things, to do things with you is preferred. But when those plans are always one-sided or it seems like one person is doing all of the work, that's where we get into sort of a dilemma. And so I think not only for me as an introvert, but for anybody who wants a group of friends, you're gonna find it most beneficial when you have a friend group that is one, interested in the things that you are also interested in, two, a group that values the same things as you, and three, I'm making these up on the spot. I don't know if there's a three, actually. I thought I had a three. I thought I needed to say a three, actually, Um, but maybe I don't have a three. Maybe a three will come to me. (laughs) Anyways, interests and values. Let's talk about those two things first. When finding a group of friends, yes, you want to have the same interests as them because then you guys are going to want to do the same things. You're going to enjoy going out and doing similar activities and talking about similar activities and sharing those experiences. For me, I'm in a dilemma because I am also very interested in a lot of things and a lot of my interests in things are new and um, ever-evolving and it's not something that I like grew up 
dedicating my life to and then all of a sudden I'm also just heavily interested in it and that's like my personality you know what I mean like I have I have many things that I'm interested in and so therefore there are many groups of people that I could in turn do these things with and when you have those varying interests you kind of have to expand your 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 pool of people that you give your time to because not one person is going to have the same interests as you and if you do find that person maybe 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 you are lucky maybe you're one of the lucky ones but again i have too many interests therefore not one person is going to have all those same interests so i expand my pool see new people but this lends itself to more disappointment because you're going to run into people that possibly have the same interests but aren't necessarily within the same moral value as you which brings me into the second point my morals and values are what guide me in my decisions i may have an interest in something but if it doesn't align with me morally or with my values i'm probably going to leave that interest or find navigate my way through that interest to make it something that I actually enjoy. Whereas somebody that has the same interest might have that interest, but views it a completely different way. So there's a disalignment within that relationship. And I think these two things are key for finding friends and interacting with people. Because you're not going to connect if you don't have these things aligned. So when meeting new people, I'm thinking to myself, where are my interests? Right now, the two people that I've interacted, that I've made plans with this past week and have ended up um, canceling last minute or not showing up or any of the in-between, these people I both found on social media. They were internet friends that I just knew based off of kind of our shared aesthetics i guess so shared like maybe not necessarily like what we do or what we're um like on a daily basis or all of that stuff but like more so oh we both like fashion we both like night culture we both like an aspect of like maybe like home i don't know like there's all these different things that i'm interested in and i was sharing on on this app and then these people that I ended up making plans with also shared those those interests. And so, yes, we were like, okay, let's hang out. Let's see, like, where this leads. And we made plans. But those plans don't go anywhere. Because for me, I value timeliness. I value knowing. I, 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 I have a sense of, like, having a plan, especially when when making plans with other people. If I'm just going about my day, then spontaneity is key. Like, I'll do whatever I want to do, like, however I feel in the moment. But when I'm with a social group, I like to have a plan and I like to know where we're all headed because one, it's considerate. (laughs) And two, I feel like it lends itself to having a good time for everybody having a good time because everybody's on the same page. Everybody knows what's happening. If they want to show up, they can show up. If they don't want to show up, they don't show up, you know? And I think with these two people that I've made plans with and then 
the canceling last minute or like the the not being timely thing happening it's really frustrating for someone like me who is really just going to like explore the interests because yes it would be great to have friends and like uh, a group of people that like are my go-to people but i know like i've lived enough life to know that not one person is going to have all the same interests as me and it's not going to be somebody that i do everything with there are going to be different different people that i do different things with and so i don't need like one friend group you know but i do need those people to share the same moral values as me at least to an extent maybe not like 100% aligned that's not possible but to an extent i need people to like understand like these are the things that i value in the friendship and if you or even not even friendship let's widen it in the relationship these are the things that i value in the relationship and you have to meet me somewhere around those lines cuz if you cuz if you're not then this relationship's not going to last now when you're learning these things these end up becoming boundaries things that you you're non-negotiables but i think those things come with time as you're making new friends new relationships interacting and figuring things out on the go so right now like i'm not holding them i i am frustrated because it does feel like i wasted my day a little bit but at the same time i'm like i'm glad it got me out of the house i'm glad i got out and did something regardless of with whether it was with somebody or not because it's not like we had set plans we didn't have like oh we're gonna hit up this spot this spot this spot we just were like we're gonna meet up and we're gonna see where it takes us so it's not like we had set plans it's not like i missed out on anything but when i when i know that there's things that like i could have been doing instead it's a little bit frustrating or just waiting the the waiting is what got me and like i like ran my battery down to like three percent whereas if i was with the person i wouldn't have been on my phone and my battery like wouldn't have been down and i would have been able to use my phone but like by the time that they said that they were like close which i don't even i don't even believe at this point because i kept saying like oh i'm 15 minutes away i'm 15 minutes away i'm almost there i'm almost there I was like waiting and like just hopping around going to different shops and stuff for like probably an hour, probably even more actually. No, definitely more. But anyways, we were supposed to meet up and the more waiting that I did, the more time that I spent on my phone. And then by the time they were that they were like saying that they were there or like about to be there, my phone was like about to be dead. And so I'm like, I can't like hang out with you now because how am I going to how am I going to get home after I talk to you? Because I'm still new to the city. I don't know how to like navigate the train system without a phone. I don't want to have to go buy a phone charger. I don't want to have to like, like all these things that like, again, would have been avoided if you would have just stuck to the plan, which was to meet at a certain time, which I don't think is a hard plan <laughs> to like follow, like in terms of asks like i'm not asking too much for you to just show up on time maybe it would be a lot to like ask us to make a full ass itinerary because then it's like okay like i need to be ready for this 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 like i get that i get that's a lot but if it's as simple as oh like we're just meeting up like at a time and then we're gonna go from there we're gonna like figure it out as we go i will expect you to be on time 
if you're not on time, then like, like, especially the first time, how am I going to expect you to be on time any other time that we hang out? If I want to like do something and make plans, how am I going to expect you to be there? If I want to like do something like that requires like finances, like money, and I want to buy a ticket for something like a concert. And I'm like, oh, I want to go with this friend, but you never show up. How am I going to trust that my money's not going to my money's being used well buying a second ticket? You know, and again, luckily, none of that stuff happened with either of these these instances like we didn't make plans as far as money or anything it was simply about meeting at a certain time and place and again I don't think that's a lot to ask I feel like for me as someone again as someone who likes to have a plan especially when interacting with different groups of people that is like the bare minimum ask for me like non-negotiable and I don't understand how for some people that doesn't matter now hear me out I don't care all that much I actually feel like it helped me learn something I think I've been craving having people to experience things with in the city and I thought that maybe if I had more people to do things with, I would go and do more interesting things. And I want to have shared experiences with people. But in reality, maybe what I actually want is to experience those things on my own, but to share them like I am now with people. I don't necessarily have to be with the person in order to share the experience. You know what I mean? I've been sharing my experiences through this podcast for the last few weeks. I have plenty of resources to share my experience with others without actually being with them in the moment. And you know what? That might be my preferred way of sharing experiences. Maybe going out and having times with friends is a little bit too much for me. But that, that realization and the circumstance that happened are completely separate right now. <laughs> this person is getting blocked on my phone. Maybe not blocked. That's a little, that's a little much. I don't, I don't care that much. But they are getting unfollowed because I'm taking my standards in life to, to my standards on social media and who I interact with online because... The people that I interact with on a daily guide my my mood and my and where I'm at in my day. And I used to think that's just the people I see in person, but that can also be the people that are online. And as soon as you do something that's like questionable or something that I don't vibe with, like that's an unfollow. That's an unfollow. It's unfortunate to me because I also feel like like I'm giving people a lot of grace. I don't want to believe that they're just like shitty person, people, or that they're lying to me or any of that. Like, I don't want to believe that, you know? And so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe your train was running late. Maybe you did get a delay. Maybe you did get turned around. 
But if it's getting to the point where it's like you've you've postponed, like you've pushed it back 15 minutes three times, so it's now 45 minutes, just tell me, I'm so sorry, I can't make it. Uh, you should go ahead and head home or like, don't worry about meeting me. I, I'm going to turn around like the subway is just a mess. I feel so bad. Like, give me that. Don't give me like, oh, like, just keep waiting. Keep waiting. No. You don't think I have other things to do? Now, the other circumstance that happened, this is the one that just happened. The the 15 minutes over and over loop. But the other situation that happened was last week. And it was the person telling me the morning of, hey, I'm not feeling well. Let's reschedule for next week when I'm feeling better. Now, this circumstance was a little bit better because they actually took in consideration my time and were like, hey, let me know this person. Let me let this person know as soon as I know that the plan isn't going to work. Like, I can't, I just can't follow through. Now, Still being day of, it is kind of shitty, but at least in that circumstance, like he said, he wasn't feeling good. Um, like he woke up not feeling good. Like I can understand that. Sure. But again, the fact that it happened twice now in a week, I'm kind of over it. And it like, it takes a lot out of me to even want to go and hang out with people because as much as I do want friends and like people to collaborate with I'm not like sacrificing other parts of my life for it I don't want it that bad you know what I mean I don't think anybody should I think that's how you get into bad friendships bad relationships because you let things slide okay now knowing when enough is enough I think I'm at that point. For me, enough is enough. Right now. If I've gotten disappointed by people over and over again, like it's it's time for me to stop letting people come to me and I can go to the people that I want to be around. Because both of these instances, they made the plans and they were the ones that didn't show up. Those aren't the kind of people I want to be around. So from now on, if I don't reach out to you to make the plan, sorry. If we're meant to meet, we're meant to meet, we're meant to meet in another circumstance. But I'm not going out of my way to link up. You know, it's it's too much. It's too much work. Okay. A while ago, let me see if there's a date on this. Uh, it says February 27th, 2021 was the last time it was modified. So I don't know if that's when I made it or not, but I'm referring back to something that's over a year old. Yeah. I made a standards list. I followed somebody on, I think Twitter is where I saw this and they wrote out this thing saying to make a standards list and hold your people to it and so I, I it looks like i copied down what they said and then wrote down 29 things at that time that were on my standards list 
Now, I think this was this was definitely geared towards like relationships, like somebody you want to be in a relationship with, like a romantic relationship. But I want to go back and I want to see how many of these also for me cross over to just friendships and other types of relationships outside of a romantic relationship. But first, let me read the prompt that they gave. It says, go ahead and write that standards list and make that shit long. I always ask people what's on their standards list and they send me like three things. Baby, my standards list has 53 items on it. You gotta be specific. You want someone emotionally in tune? Okay, but that doesn't mean they're emotionally available or emotionally expressive. You want someone spiritual? What type of spiritual? You want someone to communicate with you? How? In what ways? Do you want them to get tested after sex partners? Do you value spontaneity? Do you value personal touch? Intimacy? Do you value healing work? Do you prefer poly, monogamous, open? Do you like or not like smokers? Be specific and let the universe know exactly what you dream of. Now, when I read that, I was like, that's amazing. Why have I never thought of my standards list? Like, sure, I had like some things floating around in my head, but like I never wrote them down. After seeing that, I was like, I'm gonna, I've got to write down what my standards are. She said 53 items. I tried to do it, but it looks like I only got to 29. So let me read off those 29 things. Number one, aware slash thinks of others. I think that goes without without much explanation. I like when people are aware. It's one of my pet peeves if you're like unaware of your surroundings or someone that just thinks of themselves. Like I need somebody that's like aware outside of themselves. You know what? I didn't put self-aware on there, but maybe I should be a little bit more specific and say that. Self-aware. I'll add that. <laughs> I'm going to add as I go. So 30 will be where we stop or where we start adding. Number two, good at communicating feelings. Now, this is something that I struggled with. I think even at the time that I wrote this, I was like, I, I'm not the best at this. But it was something that I knew that I wanted to get better at. And I knew that I'm not going to get better at it if I keep having relationships that aren't good at it you know so that's number two good at communicating feelings i think that again goes without saying like if you can communicate how you feel to me to others then it provides less conflict between uh opposing views number three confident I don't need somebody sheepish. <laughs> like, either do it or don't. Know you know yourself. Do it or don't. Number four, spiritual slash sees the benefits in spirituality even if not themselves. I am not a religious person in the typical sense of religious. 
but I am spiritual. I do believe in the universe and I follow astrology and I find a connection with something greater than yourself is needed, especially in the moments of uncertainty in life. And having somebody that sees those things or um, at least understands them if they don't necessarily practice themselves is important to me. Five, multifaceted and talented. Again, I have a lot of interests <laughs> and I need somebody that can keep up with all of that. And I think a multifaceted person and talented person will be able to do that freely, you know? Okay, so those are the first five. Let's look back at those and see which ones align with friends. I think all of them do. <laughs> so far, all of these align with my friendships, you know? Like, I need friends that, like, have these as well. I'm not gonna, I don't want friends that don't have these. And if they are friends that don't have these, then they're people I'm not gonna be spending a lot of my time with, you know? Number six, they're kind. You have no business being rude. <laughs> like, what What are we being rude for? Why? Like, for funny? For laughs? It's not funny. That's not my sense of humor, at least. And I put number seven. They have to be funny. And compliments my sense of humor. So, there we go. <laughs> Just because you think you're funny with, like, making mean jokes or... Uh, putting others down, it it doesn't complement my sense of humor. So, I ho I hope you can be funny in a way that I find funny because that's a need. Eight, willingness to dive deeper for more understanding. I think this one goes right into the good at communicating feelings. Um, you have to like really dive deep into your personal psyche in order to understand your feelings and I think that's something that you're ever growing it's at least something I'm like ever I'm always getting better at and diving deeper and deeper that's like the whole point of me even doing this podcast is to get a general sense of like how I think and why I think the things that I think and my experience just like understanding of my experiences and how i view them number nine continuously ask me questions never assumes or guesses now this one is very personal to me um because i found in a lot of my past relationships a lot of assumption was going on and it's f and for me, that is something that's very uh, difficult to get around because I am a person that's hard to read. Let's just say it that way. As in, as someone who doesn't really talk a lot or um, say exactly what I mean, I'm always like trying to like understand what I mean. It's never like direct. It's more so a a question. I guess, I don't know, because I'm also trying to understand. 
it's better for you to just ask the question if something comes off as unclear or because assuming or guessing what I mean is not going to get us anywhere. And I would rather you just ask me what's going on, what, what, what you mean by that instead of assuming that I meant something, especially if it means something like I'm hurting your feelings or I said something that wrong in your opinion, like don't assume, don't guess, ask. Number 10 improves my life. I need people around me that are going to make me better. Like, I don't need people that are holding me back in my life. I don't need people that are not moving forward in life, in my life. I am not a stagnant person. I am going to move forward. <laughs> if there's one thing I'm going to do, it's going to move. It's going to be move forward. No back steps. And if it is a back step, because that's not true. I've had plenty of back steps in my life. But if it is a back step, we got to make a high, we got to make a bigger jump to get back on track, you know? Okay. So now we're at 10 out of 29. Again, it's still it's still looking like a crossover between all my relationships. Like you got to have all these things to be my friend. <laughs> Now, number 11, this is where things get a little less, um, this is where things get a little bit more ambiguous between romantic and non-romantic relationships. Number 11, I put non-cigarette smoker. This is mainly just because I don't want to smell cigarettes in the place that I live or when we're in the car or when I'm hanging out with you. Like if I'm with you on a daily basis, I do not need to be smelling cigarette smoke. It's, it's gross to me. And it's just not something I want in my home. I feel like it clouds the, the air and leaves a foul stench, which I don't like, but that's not something I necessarily ask of my friends. Like you can be a cigarette smoker. Like maybe I won't, Maybe you're not going to be a friend that I am around all the time because you smoke so much, but it's not something I mind that my friends do. Like if that's, if you, if you're working through that, like you're working through that. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't care. Just don't ask me to partake. And most of the people that I know that are cigarette smokers aren't like proud cigarette smokers. <laughs> They're all like, oh, I'm trying, I wish I could stop or I wish I didn't have this habit. So I don't know. That seems like a personal thing, and for me, it's more of just a lifestyle. I don't want to smell it on a daily basis. Um, Twelve, monogamous. Um, the, I wrote, this is only for my ego, and especially if we're under the view of many people. Could change with age, but right now, monogamous. I think that still holds true. I've, I've just never... The whole open relationship thing, I, there's too many, like, circumstances and, like, poor communication things that you have to, like, work around. Like, again, maybe if you have everything, like, if you check every box on the standards list and 
we have that trust and that um, connection with each other. And I know that I don't need to be afraid of us not being monogamous. Maybe, maybe that will change for me. But for right now, my relationships, my romantic relationships must be monogamous. I'm, I'm not trying to share. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun to me. Thirteen is values wellness. Takes care of body and mind in whatever way works for them. This is something that's very important to me because this actually healed me when I was in my most depressed point in life. Um, had I not taken my wellness seriously, I don't think I ever would have gotten out of that funk. And I know whenever I do start feeling bad, that is the first place that I can turn. And I've seen in other people's lives as well that once they start feeling bad, feeling depressed, feeling anxious, feeling stressed, any like bad feelings within their lives, as soon as they start like, it's usually directly um, correlated with wellness. So I've seen and so I've experienced. And so if you're somebody that doesn't really care about wellness, eh, red flag for me. <laughs> 14, someone who's encouraging. I, I think we all need a little encouragement every now and then. And as independent as I am, I am not different in that need. I need encouraging. And I want my relationships to, to be able to bring that encouragement into my life, especially when I need it the most. Number 15, helpful, is always willing to help without me always asking. Um, my love language is acts of service. And I'm not 100% sure if that's how I like to give my love or like to receive but I do know in whatever instance it's something that I enjoy but I hate having to ask either way I hate having to ask for help I hate having to ask um, how can I help like I would rather you just tell me straight up um, again to clear up any confusion okay so now that we're at 15, which is sort of the halfway mark. So it's looking like a lot of these items on the standards list are good items to have for any relationship in your life. And I could probably make it longer considering thinking about friendship relationships as well as a romantic relationship. Because I'm sure there's things that I left off of here only thinking of it as romantic relationships that I would have put on if I thought of it as a friendship relationship as well. Uh, but let's keep going. I think I'm just going to rattle through these last ones because they're all seemingly short. Um, so 16 clean maintains a clean and tidy living environment. I'm a clean person. I'm not like anally clean, but I am pretty clean so please just keep the space clean. 
a leader leads. Um, it's okay to follow sometimes. We all do it. We all have to, to become good leaders. But um, knowing that I can pass the reins on to somebody else, especially in like making decisions and stuff, it's, it's always good to have a, someone in your life who can take that responsibility off of you when you don't want to have it. Hardworking. Great socializer. Respectful. Willing to try and learn new things. Sexually experienced and able to vocalize what they want. Again, romantic. Good hygiene. Beautiful and handsome. Duh. <laughs> I literally put duh in parentheses. Has several goals. Oh, wait. Let me let me say why I put the duh. I put the duh after that because I think that's a given. Like, you want to be attracted to the person that <laughs> you're dating. Um, and I think, like, when people ask, like, what you're... Uh, type is I always feel like that's like the first thing like you want them to be attractive <laughs> I that's again that's not something I value in my friendships but um I don't know I can I can find beauty in pretty much anybody that I have an interest in like whether that's relationship or friendship if you are somebody that I'm like, if I gravitate towards you, you're probably beautiful and handsome in some way. So I guess that one kind of crosses over. But again, the way that I wrote it down, it was geared towards romantic stuff. Um, but 25 has several goals. I am very goal oriented and I need someone who is also very goal oriented because what are we doing if not heading towards our goals <laughs> 26 fun and adventurous 27 never brings people down lifts people up important 28 remains drama free also important and 29 emotionally vulnerable which i think maybe i stopped there because i probably questioned that one in the moment um I think maybe what I met is like someone who is able to show their emotions, maybe not vulnerable. Like that sounds like they can fall prey or victim to certain, cer certain situations. Um, so probably not the best wording, but I think I understand what I meant when I put that. And those are the standards that I wrote down over a year ago on my relationships. I'm glad that I'm going back and looking back at that because as I meet new people and put myself out there, I don't want to sacrifice any of those things. All of them, except for the last one that I had to clarify, 
are things that still hold true to me right now, where I'm at in life. And I think the list is only getting bigger. Because I've been talking for a while, I'm not going to go and write more things down, but I am going to give it a think. And if something comes across my mind, I'm probably going to add it to the list. Moving forward, when I make plans, especially first-time plans with new people, I'm going to think about my standards, and if it's not exhibited in the relationship, then maybe it's not something I need to move forward with. That has been all for this episode. I encourage you to make your own standards list. I hope you're inspired to and that it gave you some ideas of things that you are not willing to uh, give up or compromise on and that you want in your life. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my day. And I hope you do too. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.